uh, we have the book club. We're doing the shack. Uh, first night was uh, this past Thursday. We met in the room right next to this one. And I don't know, is there about 17, 18 people there or so? And we had a real good discussion. It should prove to be a good time. If um, you plan on attending, read chapters 3 and 4 uh, for, for this week. You'll be ready to discuss them. If you need a copy of the shack, we have them on sale. Uh, we have them available for sale, $10. Youth group Saturday night. Where's the youth group meeting on Saturday? At, um, at Candace's and Tim's house. Uh, by the way, we're not doing any children's church today. Matter of fact, all the, anybody who would normally leave for children's church, any kids who would normally leave at this point in the service, why don't you kids all come and sit in the front? You guys come sit up front today. Make yourself comfortable, come and sit up front. Just sit, be comfortable. Thanks, guys. If you would normally leave at this point in the service, I'd be happy if you guys would just hang around. That's great, thanks. Um, Thursdays, we got the book club. Um, if you haven't never read The Shack before, um, just let me, I also want to let you know, the first 80 pages are rough. You know, he basically tackles the questions, why do bad things happen to good people? Or even more pointedly, why does God allow it? And he, and he deals with it in a very forthright and very honest way. So the first 80 pages of the book can really be a challenge. So um, if you've never read the book before, press through, it, it'll be worth it. We should have some great discussion. Youth group Saturday, like I said, it'll be at Tim and Candace's this week. We have prayer in the prayer room from 9 to 10 when the room is unlocked. I'm sorry, ladies, it was locked this morning. We'll, we'll resolve that. Um, new addition, if you've seen the, the slide, we have Wi-Fi available in the church today. Um, and it will be from now on. A lot of you guys, like myself, you have your Bible on some kind of handheld device. And, um, and so the network is the bridge and the, pa- the password, the key, is, is up there on the board. Major kudos to Kyle. I don't see him this morning, but he's the, uh, you know, he's the master techie. You know, he's Yoda and got it up and running for us and did an amazing job. He took a bowl of spaghetti in my office and straightened it all out. I was really, really impressed. I was kind of scared, but he you know, took us through there. You know. Let's see. Where's Sarah today? Is she in the, There she is. Sarah, why don't you come on up here for a second? In about, what, a week or so? Eight days, ten days? Sarah is leaving for the mission field. Are you going to be here next Sunday? Do you know? You don't think so, right? This will be your last Saturday with us? Why don't you just... Isn't she cute? She's going to the mission field. I'm proud of you. Why don't you tell us for about two minutes what you're doing? Okay. Well, well, um, I'm going to, like, Texas for a nine-month-long... discipleship training and it's like and then like I do this whole school thing and I could get college credits while I'm there and stuff and then after that we go on missions we don't know where yet but they're thinking of Puerto Rico and Haiti right. so Pretty it's going to cool. be like 10 months of craziness what's the name of the group you're going with um, Master's Commission 360 Master's Commission I've heard good stuff about them so it would be good if we got to pray for you today, if this would be your last Sunday with us. That would be right? Yeah. Yeah, Candace, you want to come up and help us pray for your sister?
take that. Come on, you're not that afraid of a microphone. Why don't you pray for her and then I'll... Would you guys extend your hand? Let's pray, pray for Sarah. Dear Lord, I pray that you would just, um, just bless Sarah. And I thank you so much for how far that you've brought in her in such a short time. I pray that you would um, bless, just bless the work that she'll be doing and um, just everything that she learns, that it would go deep and um, last long and that she, whatever she learns in this 10 months that she would be able to take with her um, when she gets home and apply it. And um, I just thank you for her. Yes, Lord, we thank you for Sarah, and we pray that you would bless her extravagantly. As uh, Candace prayed, uh, Sarah, what I seen was you on riding on a large horse, and I felt like that represented the power of God. You're going to go and uh, go on a great adventure riding, riding with him. So we bless you. Uh, may God be with you and bring you back to us safely. Amen? Amen. Like, um, like most... Uh, Internship programs and mission endeavors of this type, um, they're expensive. And I don't know exactly the cost uh, for this one, but if you feel so moved that you'd like to help uh, support Sarah in this endeavor, I'm sure they'd be willing to and gratefully accept any financial support you'd like to give. So that's, um, that's available as well. Did I miss any announcements? No? All right. If you have Bibles, you can open up to Mark chapter 10. How you guys doing down there? Just hang out for a while. I'll get to talk to you in a little bit, all right? Matter of fact, I'm going to change my setup a little bit here. I don't like that I can't see the kids. It's a little better, right? I have to look at the wood pulpit. You guys can see, still see the top of my head, right? You folk in the back? All right, just um, I want to do things a little bit differently today. See if we can go a little bit outside the box and see what God would have us do. So if you open your Bibles to Mark chapter 10, I have been doing a series of messages on revival. The first week I shared with you some revelation God given me. I feel like an Isaiah 55, 6 invitation has been given to us. That with a seek the Lord while he may be found. To call on him while he's near. I feel like this is a season, at least it's felt this way for me, where he's near. And I share with you some of the revelation he gave me about what I believe is a coming move of God. I don't have the time frame of it. I feel like something's coming. I know that other people do too. And I share with you that week some of the some of the distinctives that I notice. In the second and third week's uh, series, I shared 14 characteristics of revival. In the fourth message, I talked about preparation. Um, and I, Basically, we touched on the concept of preparation. We talked about the presence of God, and, um, and we talked about um, uh, practice. Uh, made reference to um, Brother... Lawrence's book, The Practice of the Presence of God. I felt like one of the distinctives of a new move of God's coming, one of the distinctives would be this. That we would be a people who instead of relying solely upon you know, our daily prayer time to, in, 
experience the presence of God, that we would walk with him in all circumstances, in all situations, every day. Amen? Brother Lawrence seemed to have, somehow to figure out what it was like to be in the presence of God if he was washing dishes or if he was kneeling in prayer. And so I think there was a secret there. Last week, I talked about the cost involved if we want to follow God in the movement. And the way I did it is I shared with you at least a portion of an ongoing series of visions God had given me. I think I'd taken about three days' worth and shared some of the stories with you and let you know that if we want to follow him, if we want to do radical God-sized things, that it'll cost us, and it'll probably cost us everything. And yet it's still the best deal uh, in the universe. I, after those sharing those visions, I backed it up with, I, I backed up the concepts with various scripture verses. And then we prayed for impartation. It might have been one of the more powerful Sundays uh, since I've been here. I remember this, the sense of God's presence up here was really thick. It's really thick and intense. It's very cool. Um, and everything's, all, all of these are available uh, online, uh, free. You can download them or, or listen to them um, on the inter- at our website um, at um, thebridgelongisland.com. So, today I want to talk about, I want to talk about the kids. Like I said, I want to go a little bit outside the box. One of, one of the, my core beliefs is this. Everybody gets to play. You know, John Paul, uh, John Wimber used to talk about doing the stuff. You old vineyardite, vineyardite. You remember him saying, talking about doing the stuff? Well, did, what I love that about John Wimber is that he meant that everybody got to do the stuff. And somehow he was able to effectively move it from just the minister or the evangelist or the guest speaker or the prophetic guy coming in doing the stuff that everybody got to do the stuff. And I'm convic- convinced that these guys up here, they're part of everybody. You know? <laughs> and so you guys get to do this stuff too. Uh, the kingdom belongs to them, if I understand the scripture properly. So follow along in Mark 10 as I begin reading in verse 13. People were bringing little children to Jesus to have him touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, he put his hands on them, and blessed them. Lord, I pray that you would be with us today, that you'd have your way with us today, that we would have fun today. Lord, I thank you that the kingdom belongs to these. And I pray that the kingdom would be activated in them <laughs> and flow through them. Oh, this is awesome. I love what it says here. Let the little children come to me. Do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I don't know about you, but I was raised in the era it said the kids should be seen and not heard, right? I don't know. I don't think Jesus ascribed to that very well, you know. The older people... You know, the disciples even. I'm thinking the ones who wanted some type of decorum, some type of structure and order. This was getting messy. This was getting out of hand. And they were, they were preventing the children from coming to Jesus and being blessed. And he had completely different ideas. He, he didn't like their concept of, of order. 
and of structure, and he said, let the children come. That's just another indication in Scripture to me that Jesus was okay with messy, right? He was a whole lot more okay with messy. Hey, Adam. Then, then, then we're okay with messy. So I'm okay if today gets a little bit messy. So you be free. Moms and dads, be free. Messy's okay. It's all good. Everybody take a deep breath. <sighs> it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So I want the little kids, I want you guys to know that the kingdom belongs to you today. And we're going to do something with that today. So Wimba said, you know, everybody gets to play. Meaning everyone gets to do the stuff, the fun stuff, the ministry stuff, the God stuff, the Holy Spirit stuff. Everybody gets to do it. The hearing God stuff, the healing stuff. Everybody gets to do it. I really like that. I mean, if you think about it for a second, do you have a full measure of the Holy Spirit and they have a one-eighth measure of the Holy Spirit? Right? Is there like, you know, like the trial version of the Holy Spirit and then if you pay the price, you can get the upgrade to the full version of the Holy Spirit? I don't think that's how it works. I think there's God and then there's not God. And if there's God, he can work in any one of us to whatever measure he wants to. It doesn't matter if we're young and old or old. It doesn't matter if we're male or female. Right? Scripture says that. Matter of fact, it says that our sons and our daughters would, dream, would see visions. And our old men would dream dreams. Right? Our sons and our daughters would prophesy. And that's talking about you. Everyone you guys sitting here is a son and a daughter to somebody. This is pretty cool. So what I want to do today is I want to let our kids do the stuff. I want you guys to do the stuff today. And I'll help you do it. A couple of weeks ago, when uh, a few of us went up to the, to the north shore of Boston and went to the Kingdom Strategies Conference there, Bob Jones and John Paul Jackson were telling some stories. I don't remember if this was publicly or privately, but they were telling stories about the days when they were in Kansas City. And one of John Paul's ministries was to children. When he was on staff there, he would minister to the children. And he would train and equip the children how to do supernatural things in the spirit. He was training them to see spiritually, to hear spiritually. And from the stories that him and Bob Jones told, the kids are really good at it. They were extraordinarily good at it. If you think about what the scripture says, it says, blessed are what? The pure in heart, they will see God. You know, I'm thinking the hearts who are sitting on the floor right here, are a lot more pure than those of us who are sitting in the chairs, right? And they began to tell stories of how these kids operated really amazingly well in the things of the Spirit, until some, I'm sure, well-meaning adults didn't think it was a good idea anymore, and they shut it down. And both Bob and John Paul were grieved. I could tell from the way they were speaking, their hearts were grieved that 20 years ago these kids were shut down, and they wondered, what would it have been like today? If those kids weren't shut down, would they be the leaders of the church today? Would they have taken us to places in the kingdom that none of us have been brave enough to go? What would have happened if they weren't shut down? And so I sat there and I'm thinking, hmm, what if we start again? What if we start again? What if we made place for you guys to do the stuff 
and you started little, small today, what would it look like 20 years from now? What would, you be, what would it be like? How far advanced from us could you be if you got a fresh start and you were encouraging your youth instead of preventing in the youth? I don't know. I, I'd really like to find out. I think it could be amazing. I, um, I think about my own life. And I think I may have shared some of this here, but I'll share it briefly again. When I was eight years old, I used to have these great adventures I would go on. I would see things, and I would go places. But the problem was I would do it during math class. <laughs> I would do it during my English class. And um, so I got called to the principal's office one day. And in the principal's office is both my mother and my father, and the principal and my teacher. I'm thinking, this is not good news, you know? This is not good news. And I, I, it's funny, I knew, even before they said anything, I knew what they were going to talk to me about. They were going to talk to me about my daydream. And I remember them telling me really firmly, stop daydreaming. Daydreaming is bad. And I remember I wanted to be a good boy. And so I stopped daydreaming. It just kind of like shut it down in me. And it kept it shut down for pretty much the next eight years. Then eight years later, I'm 16 years old, and I've given my life to Jesus at this point. And somebody gave me a book called Angels on Assignment. Man, I was fascinated by this book. This, it was telling the story of this guy, Roland Buck, and angels would come and visit him in his house. I thought, this is the coolest thing in the world, to have angels come and visit him in his house, right? And these angels would come, and they'd tell him things. They'd tell him amazing things. And I forget how many visitations he had to tell them. And I'm reading the book, I'm thinking, you know what? If God could do this for Roland Buck, if angels would go visit him, I bet you angels would come and visit me too. And in the middle of reading that book, some adult came by. And I'm sure that they meant well. I don't even remember what they looked like. I remember it was a man. I remember it was an older man, somebody of authority. And he seen that I had that book in my hands. He said to me, don't read that book. That's not God. And I remember thinking to myself, bummer. I thought it was pretty cool, but... If he says it's not God, it's not God. And so I put that book on the shelf for 25 years. For 25 years, that copy of the book stayed on my bookshelf. No matter how many times I moved, I kept, that, I kept the book itself, but it stayed on the shelf. Until we had a conference one day, and Paul Keith Davis came and visited, visited us and did a conference for us in Washington. And while he's at this conference, he's, taught, he's telling a story about this guy, Roland Buck. And he's visits he used to get from angels. I'm thinking to myself, why does that name sound familiar? How do I know Roland Buck? And then the light went on, and he mentioned the name of the book, Angels on Assignment. I'm thinking, is that that book? Is that the book from when I was a kid that talked about this guy, this, this guy who was getting these cool visits from angels? Even his dogs could see the angels, he used to say. Aww. Isn't that cool? And so I go home, and I go on my bookshelf, and I pull off the same, that same copy it stayed there for 25 years. And it was like God was bringing back to me what had been taken. And I began to see again, little by little, in the things of spirit. Now, I can't help but wonder. It begs the question to me. What might my life have been like? I'm almost 50 now. I'll be 50 in February. What would my life have been like if at 8 years old, if I wasn't shut down, but what if I was spurred on? What if I had been encouraged? What if, there, what if I had 
grown-ups, if I had teachers, if I had a pastor, or even my parents who understood that the things I was seeing wasn't just some daydreaming in my mind, but I was seeing things in the Spirit. And what if they could have encouraged it? How much further could I have grown in the things of the Spirit if I hadn't been shut down at 8, and if I hadn't been shut down again at 16, and if, I, if that gifting hadn't been put on a shelf for the next 25 years? Well, the, the answer to that is only God knows, right? But having experienced that, it has put something within me. It has put a passionate desire within me to be as helpful to you guys as I can. I look at some of you guys, and I know that when you look, you could see things in the spirit. I know that you can. I could see it all over you. And so rather than tell you to sit down and shut up and be quiet, because I'm sure nobody's ever told that to you, right? <laughs> what I want to say to you is sit down, close your eyes, and tell me what you see. And then, and then we'll see what the Holy Spirit wants to do from there. Does that sound like it might be some fun today? No pressure. I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make you do anything you don't want to do. But I want to give you opportunity. I want to play. I, I, all I want to do today is I want to play in the Holy Spirit and then see where it goes from there. And I'll help you. Okay. All right. So let's pray. I don't know where this is going to go. And I'm so okay with that. How about you? So let's just see what God wants to do. All right, right, kids, can I just pray for you for a second? Why don't you guys just close your eyes for a minute? (laughs) In a minute, Adam. In a minute, buddy. So you guys just close your eyes. Close your eyes. Now, Holy Spirit, you come and you fall on every one of these kids. Lord, I ask that you would pour out your Spirit on them in the same way you pour out your Spirit on the grown-ups. Do it, Lord. For each one of them, Lord, I ask that you turn the light on right now, especially in their eyes, and let them see things. Lord, I pray that you help me to help them today. Thank you, Lord. Okay, now, kids, with your eyes closed, um, now, we've just asked God to help you see. And I believe that he wants you to do this. He wants to help you do this. So we're going to just experiment a little bit. So do any of you see a body part? When you have your eyes closed, do you see any part of the human body? Maybe, you, maybe what you see is like an outline of the whole body and just like one part of it sticking out. You see a part of the body? What part do you see? A face? A face? You know if it's a man's face or a girl's face? I'm not sure? You just see a face? Okay. And what do you see? You see two legs? All right. That's good, too. Let's, let's start with that. I'm going to get to all you guys, okay? <clears throat> I, I asked the Lord to show body parts to see who might need prayer for that part of their body. Is there anybody who's been experiencing facial pain? And I'm wondering, if you see the whole face, then if maybe it's not sinuses. See, they're going to share some things. I'm going to trust them. I'm going to be a safety net for them. Then maybe I'll get a little bit more revelation. 
So is there anybody suffering with sinus pain here or up here? Anybody? We have one? Yeah? That's cool. So would you like to go pray for him? Huh? Yeah, come on, I'll help you. Come on, I'll help you. Paul, why don't you stand up, buddy? We'll do this together. Now you just put your hands on his face. Right where you've seen it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's good. Now, and just in your own words, don't don't talk to me. Don't talk to anybody else here. Just ask Jesus to take away the pain. You can say it out loud. You can say it quietly. All right. You just pray with him for a few minutes until you feel like you're finished. Now, who felt the legs? Who's seen something? It was both legs? Stand up, bud. Who's having trouble with both their legs? Is it like the whole legs? Is it from the knees down? The whole legs, like starting from here? Who's that? Is that? Oh, that's a mama. Why don't you, why don't you go? You feeling legs too? Same thing? From football? Anybody have legs in, pain in their legs from football? Yeah? Why don't you go pray for, for Adam? This is good. And you just ask, just ask God to heal him. Okay? Now, some other guys seen, some other, when I said you've seen body parts, some of you other guys raised your hands. Who else seen body parts? What did you see, Manny? You saw half of a heart? Yeah. Half, half of a heart. Did it look like the heart was broken? Like it was a broken heart? Or did it look like maybe the heart wasn't working right? Uh huh. Oh, so you saw a body, and then you saw like half the heart sticking out. Is anybody struggling with some kind of heart issue? Maybe your whole heart's not in it. Half the heart's sticking out. Maybe there's something that your whole heart isn't in. Would that be anybody here? You come and help me here, man. You want to stand up? Anybody feel like they have some kind of heart issue? You're wrestling with some kind of heart issue? Is that for you? Maddie, would you go pray for her? You go put your hands on her heart next to Jesus to bless her? Thanks. That's awesome. Okay, some other people raised their hands. Luki, did you have your hand up? Did you see a body part? You saw a face also? Sore face, like somebody had a big mustache, and he, and the person said to you, "Don't let me go." Let me go. Hmm. That sound like it fits with anybody? You come over here, Lukey. He saw a face, and it kind of like he had a big mustache. Yeah, like a big one that came out like. A this. big mustache came out like this, yeah. yeah. And he said, "Don't let me go." Does anybody have a relative like that? Have that kind of a. A big mustache like that, and I'm feeling like this is like intercession kind of thing, to pray for somebody. Um, this is my sense of what he was getting. I'm going to try and help interpret some of the cool revelation that kids get. I think this is intercession for a relative who's crying out to God and saying, don't let me go. You have a, 
You have a relative that that might describe? Anybody? Nobody? You were raising your hand? You know somebody like that? Huh? Your dad has a beard? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. About a father and his daughter with a journey of getting close with God and his children. Wow. Wow. Luke, would you go pray for Billy? Just as the Holy Spirit leads you, okay? That's pretty cool. You know, sometimes we'll, you guys know how it works. Sometimes we get, we get pictures from God, and we're not always so sure what the picture means, you know? But, um, Okay, why don't we close our eyes again? I, I saw something. You saw a body part? No. Uh-huh. I saw like, it was like this weird light. Uh-huh. Like shiny. A weird shiny light. Like this mist around it. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. A weird shiny light with a mist around it. Was there any color? Yeah, it was like an orange mist. An orange mist? It looked like there was a person in it? Okay, so you've seen like a yellow light and that there was an orange mist and there was a person in it. Could you see, could you tell if the person was a man or a lady? No, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it was Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Does that mean anything to anybody here? All right. We're gonna, I'm going to pray and ask God to just show you some more, okay? Lord, show him more. Give him eyes to see more. Just make the picture clearer, Lord. Okay, anybody else see body parts? You saw another one? Come up here, I can't hear you, buddy. You told me about a dream that you had? Yeah. There was a dream with fire. I don't remember. Tell me again. Uh-huh. There was a frame. Yeah, and then I saw the cup, the, the, the golden cup and the fire. There was a golden cup and fire. Yeah, and, um, and some guy had it, and then it, like, and then it came back to it. Mm-hmm. So some guy saw it in a dream, and then he took it, and that's why. Hmm. This torture, mm-hmm. So you're remembering this dream today? So what did you see this time? This time, it was the same thing. I saw the golden cup again, and in the frame, and then it, and then it just came back, and then the Indian, the Indian guy was well, bringing it back, and whoever he is. Um, so you saw the golden cup again, yeah. and the fire was there too? Yeah, and it was in the midst. You know like the tree? Some people climb on it. In uh-huh. the middle, it was like that. Like it was spreading out all, and there was like a big surface right here and then there was a tree going all around well, all around and it. And a big tree. Yeah, and then some guy took a cup down, put the fire in it, and and some guy took it and then ran away with it. And then some guy had um what's called a bow and arrow and tried to get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I heard you correctly, come here buddy. If I heard you correctly correctly, you saw you saw a picture. Actually you had a vision, right? 
we saw a cup and the cup had fire in it. And then somebody put the cup by a big tree, yeah, right? In the middle of the big tree. And somebody came by and they stole the cup, right? And then somebody else with a bow and arrow tried to well, get the well cup back. A whole lot of people were after them. A lot of people were after them. Interesting. Yeah. Was there anything else in it? No. Hmm. You think some of our kids actually see some things? Yes. That's pretty detailed vision. I'm I'm pretty impressed with that. You know? Yeah. yeah. So look, I see like some I see like some leadership on you, and you get vision for for what's happening in a body. You know. And so I think um, you know that's really a picture of the church. I think God's given the tree. I think would be the church. And God's given his spirit, the fire in the golden cup, to the church. And that other men have come by and they've tried to rob it. And the churches and people are in the process now trying to capture back, you know, what has been stolen. And so I think what we're doing this morning is a picture, you know, of just that. Angela? Uh-huh. Interesting. So remember the picture you had before about the guy's face with the mustache? Well, Angela has a friend named Greg, and Greg's in the hospital today. He had an accident where he got very sick the last couple of days. He had a seizure. He had a seizure. And, um, and uh, he needs some prayer. Would you go over with Matt and Angela and pray for their friend Greg? That's pretty good. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Okay, anybody else see body parts before we move off of this? What'd you see? I saw, like, little... Uh, you saw a little what? Hmm, interesting. So in your dream, you saw people running around in circles, and they were screaming at TVs? Hmm. <laughs> okay. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> we have another, you see a body part? What'd you see? You saw what? The ear? Was it both ears or one ear? Both ears. Interesting. So anybody here have ear trouble? Yeah. We got a, cu a couple of people here. One of your friends does too? Yeah. Nikki, would you help him? Just to go pray? Would you mind? You got what it takes, girl. There's a couple of people who raise their hands. I know. Nicolette's going to help you. Yeah. All right, so we have over here and then in the back. So you guys just raise your hands again so they can come and pray for you. The scripture says, even you fathers who are evil, if your children ask you for, for bread, 
you're not going to give them a stone. Or if he asks you for fish, you're not going to give them a scorpion, right? How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who have asked? So we've asked God to give the Holy Spirit to his kids and to show them pictures. And he's showing them pictures. I figure we've got nothing to lose by praying for those body parts, right? Okay, let's, let's do something else now. Are you ready? Let's close your eyes. And Lord, show them colors. Let them see colors. And after they see the color, Lord, I ask you to show them an object that is that color. Just let them see it right now. Real quick. Not surprised, Mr. Luke, what color do you see? You saw, you saw the color blue, and what did you see it was? A deer. Why don't you come closer to me, Luke? I'm getting old and have a hard time hearing, buddy. So you saw blue. First you saw like a rainbow. Then the blue popped out of the rainbow. Yeah, and then the rest of it just disappeared, and then I saw DSI. A DSI? That's a, a blue DSI. That's a video. That's a handheld video game, right? I'm getting a little out of touch here. All right, that's cool. I like how he's even able to describe how it goes for him. He sees first a rainbow of colors. He sees all the colors, and then the blue pops out. I gotta tell you, this is how it works for me too as a grown-up. Sometimes I see one thing and then the next thing pops out. And then so the blue pops out, and then out of the blue, you see this blue handheld um, electronic device called a DSI. Yeah. Right. It's the new version. It's the new yeah. version. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so let's let's try and interpret this. I'm gonna give you guys a a chance in a second. Let's see if we can figure out. There's, there's different levels to, revel- to how prophetic gifting works. There's revelation. That's the picture that they get. And what we just got from Luki is the raw data. I asked him to tell me what he's seen, and he just told me what he's seen. He didn't add anything to it. He didn't try and interpret it or make any application of it. Good job. That's good. So if, what would, how would we metaphorically interpret a blue DSI? What would that mean? <laughs> Anybody have an idea? It means a what? About a brain? About a, a brain? Yeah, it could mean a brain. That's pretty, you know, a, a capable device. What do you think it means? Um, I saw something. Okay, I'll come back to you in a second, okay? That's good. You remember it, all right? Anybody else? What do you think a blue DSI means? Do you have an idea? What do you think it means? Maybe like a camera? Could it have something to do with a camera because it has a camera in it? Anybody else? Yeah. Do, do these devices actually come in the color blue? Yes. They do come in the color blue. Is there anybody here that owns one of these that, that are blue in color? You have a blue one? No. Your friend has a blue one? Your, your friend has a blue one? Anybody else have a blue one? Hey, what? He has a blue one? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't you, four of you, Maddie and Luke and you guys, why don't you, four of you, sit together and pray for your friends. Pray for the friends who have these. Maybe that's what it's supposed to be. You have, yeah, you have a bunch of friends that... <laughs> maybe maybe the, um, you can pray that these friends of yours 
would come to know Jesus. Okay? So who else seen a color? Let's, let's get somebody who has a gone yet. We'll go back here. I'll come right back to it. What color did you see? Black. You saw the color brown? Black. Oh, you saw the color black. And did you see anything else? The, the black turned brown? The black turned into a bear. Interesting. Anything else happen after that? No? Do you feel like it was good or was it like scary? You felt like it was good. Well, that's cool. So, so how do you, would you interpret? You guys with me on this? We're having, we're having a really good practical lesson on interpreting symbols today. So if you had a black bear in a dream and it was good not evil what would that mean i think a black bear that's good would mean lots of protection you know lots you know i wouldn't mess with a a black bear who was protecting you know her cubs so there's lots of protection right? is there anybody here who feels like hmm they could use that kind of that kind of protection, that kind of support. Anybody feel that way? Okay, we'll hold on to that one for a second, all right, pal? We'll just we'll just hold on to it. You you had something. What else did you see? Uh huh. Okay, interesting. So you saw yellow and white side by side, and then you saw yellow rings. I saw a yellow ring. A yellow ring above it. And wings on it. Uh huh. A white coat. Wow. That's pretty cool. All right. So we see two. We see two colors, yellow and white, in columns next to each other. Above it is a, a yellow ring, and there are wings coming out of it. And then there's a white coat. I think that's a pretty cool picture. What do you guys think that picture might mean? You guys have ideas of what the picture means, or you want to tell me what you see? What do you think it is? I think it's an angel. I think it's an angel, I think it's an angel too. And what? Nobody could see it, huh? What do you think it was? You thought it was an angel too, huh? Yeah. So if there was an angel here, and he had, and he was white and he was yellow, what would that mean? Anybody know what the colors white or yellow represent? What do you think? Yeah. That's what I think so too. Is is there anybody? Who, I think there's an angel here that can offer hope to someone who's feeling like they need a shot in the arm of hope. Is that you today? I think that this is pretty significant. Anybody feel like they could use a little bit more hope? Angela? Wow, we got a few people here. Let's see. Candace, would you do me a favor? And would you accompany him and just take him around to the people who need some hope and just help him pray? So if that, because I really feel like this is pretty weighty. This is pretty significant. He's seen a, 
He's seen an angel. So if that was you and you needed some hope, he's going to go around and pray for you, and Candace is just going to give him a hand. All right? You guys having fun with this so far? This isn't so hard, right? No, it's just kind of like show and tell. Right? God gets to show you something, and then you tell me what it is. <laughs> okay? That's not so bad. Okay, who, who has seen something that hasn't had a chance to go yet? Some of you guys already have already had a chance to go. Who's seen a color? And then maybe the color went in some, if you, and you haven't had a chance to go yet. All right? You got somebody over there? Yeah, what'd you see? You saw blue? Blue and it changed into what? Blue and it changed into water. That's pretty cool. And um, did anything happen after that? All right. So who knows what the... That's great. That is a really good vision. Yeah. So who knows what blue is? Okay, Adam. I know. You're good. I, I appreciate you trying, buddy. Who, who knows what blue is? What's blue? Yeah, blue, blue can be like, um, usually blue is talking about some type of revelation that comes from God. You know, it's just, blue is the color of the heavens, right? And, and that, that blue turning into water, anybody know what water represents? Right? The water represents the Holy Spirit, right? right? Jesus said that out of our bellies would flow living water. And he's talking about the Spirit. So I think the blue and the water, what you're seeing, is some kind of revelation in the Spirit. And that's a really good vision. <laughs> so, is there anyone here who would like to be able to see better in the Spirit? Anybody who would like to be able to have better revelation in the things of the Spirit? And you'd like some prayer for that this morning. Yeah? Right behind you. You want to pray for him? Just pray, lay your hands on him, and ask the Holy Spirit to give him the blue water. That's good. Oh, you're doing a great job. You're doing an awesome job. Very cool. Okay, who else hasn't had a chance, to, who hasn't had a chance to go yet? <laughs> See, is seeing some kind of color. Anybody in the back row <laughs> see any kind of color? No, nothing? Are you sure? I don't know, because I see light all around your eyes. All righty. All righty, what are you seeing? A blue supernova. A blue supernova. Wow. A blue supernova. So what's a supernova? It's when stars blow up, right? There's an explosion of great, great power in the heavenly realm, right? So what would a blue... And what would a blue supernova be? The hottest kind of supernova. Is a blue the hottest kind of supernova? Interesting. Very cool. So if we're going to make a spiritual application to that, what would a blue supernova be? Hmm? 
I think that means that there's going to be an explosion of power and it's going to be hot. It's going to be at the, at the extreme end of it. So that's good. So Lord, give us that blue supernova. Let it happen. Amen. Amen. What do you got? You just saw white. Okay, well, that might have you might have been picking up on the other uh, white and yellow that we've seen that had to do with an angel. Okay. All right, now we'll do we'll do this one more time. Okay. What do you got, Manny? Uh huh. Interesting. So she saw a, a white background and a rainbow and a dove flying under the rainbow. That's a great picture. That's an awesome picture. You know? If that was in a dream, that would be God reminding of us of, that he's faithful to love us. It's usually what rainbows mean, that he's made a, a covenant promise to love us and that he's given out his Holy Spirit to us as well. So we're going to do this one more time. Guys, close your eyes. And now, Lord, show them anything you want to show them. Any object, any color, anything. Just show them something, Lord. Or tell them something. That would be great, too. Show them a picture or let them hear something. Do it, Lord. Okay. What did you see, Maddie? Or what did you hear? A few days ago, she was playing the harmonica, and... And God spoke to you while you were playing the harmonica, and he said, music can be a breeze. Music can be a breeze, but you have to find out what it means. That's pretty cool. Music can be a breeze, but you have to find out what it means. That's good. Sometimes God will speak to us through riddles. What'd you see? Nice and loud. A white tornado. That's pretty cool. Ah, white tornado. What could a white tornado represent? How many of us remember TV commercials with white tornadoes in them, right? Everything was a mess, right? The white tornado would come through the house, and what would it do? Everything was cleaned up, right? I think that means, and that, you know, why a white tornado would be different than a black tornado. A black tornado would come in, and it would just bring destruction. This is good. I think a white tornado means the power of God coming to clean up, to clean up the house. So, Lord, whoever, I'm not going to embarrass anybody, who's ever house needs a white tornado right now, Lord, I pray you just let that white tornado just blow through their house and clean it all up. <laughs> okay, hold on. Who else seen something? You guys have all gone. Anybody who's not seen something, who's not gone yet? What you, do you get? I know a way that my vision and your vision You do? What's that? Twinkle, twinkle, little star. That's cool. What'd you get? Something else that's white. Interesting. A, a white guitar. So white and it turned into a guitar. So there might be a little bit of connection here too. Hmm. 
What'd you get? A yellow star. That's good. Yellow again can mean hope. You know? That's good. What else did you get, buddy? Like a guitar player. And that can have something to do with with Maddie's, um, what she heard about the music. It comes like a breeze, but we have to understand what it means, right? Right? right. So any of you guys play guitar? Well, a bunch of you guys play guitar? Wow. You play guitar? One, two, three, four, five people play guitar. Well, I play guitar too. Why don't the five of you guys come right here? Tim, why don't you come and help me, buddy? Tim, why don't you lay hands on these guys and pray impartation for music, for playing guitar. Let it begin. All five of them. The rest of you guys help us pray for them? You know, we could have future worship leaders here, right? Ooh. So we just bless them, Lord. Let there be an impartation for worship and let it be pure. Yes, Lord. Anointing to play. Lord, I pray for a release of new sounds. And new music? Do it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray that the, that the music that is released and the anointing that's poured out would be uh, impart messengers of hope. Do it, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That people who are desperate could hear these songs and hear hope as a result. That was pretty cool. Isn't that interesting? Three or four of the kids get little pieces of revelation. It's like, it's like pieces of a puzzle. They don't know where it's going to go. I couldn't put it together. They started to put it together. That impresses me. That really encourages me. That's pretty cool. That's good stuff. Let's stand and pray. I want your kids stand up. That'll be all right? You guys did a great job today. You really did. You did a great job. Thanks for playing. This was pretty cool. You know what? I want you to know that when you see things, I really think that it's God. I don't think that you're making it up. I really think it's Him. I think He shows you pictures, and I think He does it for a reason. And so I encourage you to keep doing it. And then when we have church on Sunday mornings, especially... If you are seeing something like during worship or some other time and you're not really sure what it means, ask one of the grown-ups. Or even come and ask me. Say, hey, I see another white tornado and it's blowing through the church. Or it's going in one year, ears, Tom, and coming out the other. Nadine would really like to know about that. <laughs> so we believe you when you see things. What's up, Maddie? Hmm, that's pretty cool. So she thinks that the white tornado means to wash away your fear or to wash away something that happened to you. So Lord, whoever that's for, that feel like God? Come on, that, that sounds like God. Lord, uh, we pray that whoever that is, you wash away our fears and you wash away what happened to us. So we're going to pray, all right? You guys want to hold my hand? 
Can we just stand up here and hold hands? Lord, we thank you for today. And Lord, I pray this would be a beginning and that you would do more. And we pray for all of the people in this church, no matter how young or how old, that they would have eyes that see and they would have ears to hear. Do it, Lord. Let them grow in the things of the Spirit. We ask that you bless our kids. Lord, we ask that you bless the future worship leaders, the future seers, the future leaders of tomorrow. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Bless you guys. Have an awesome day. Enjoy Labor Day.